0: Hey, welcome to the Sucker Punch podcast with Sam and Nate. Um, This show is entitled Sucker and it's a kind of a serious topic. What is Sucker Punch of the week? Well, a few years back, if you uh, can remember, there were some kids playing the knockout game. Nate, you remember that? I do remember that. Right, and they were just kind of going up to people and and knocking them clean out, and that's that's life. I mean, you know, that's life. Either literally you'll be walking down the street and someone will knock you out for zero reason, and and sometimes figuratively. Something occurs in your life that will totally, you know, knock you on your ass, and you're just going to have to get up, and you have to you know, move forward, right? Yes. There's tons of people this has happened to, and there's tons of people I'm sure right now you could have a, I wouldn't even say a short list, probably a lengthy list of how many people you would just like to sucker punch. <laughs> and I'm not trying to. Like a, daily, a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every day the
1: list gets longer. The older I get, the more people I just want to sucker punch. Well, I just want to say uh, that knockout game I thought was terrible. Like, that would never – I, I, if I saw somebody do that, I'd
0: knock that person out. Exactly. They would immediately be nominated for Sucker Punch. For the Sucker Punch. So I'm not saying, hey, go out there and knock out a stranger. That is not what I'm saying. Let's be clear on that. Do not go out there and knock out a stranger, no matter how much they deserve it. And we all deserve it. I'm sure I've done something in my past that was like, I want to knock that dude out. I'm sure. I apologize for it, even though I'll probably do something yet again in the future to merit such thoughts.
1: Um, Nor are we saying that you should go out and sucker punch people that you feel like should be sucker punched
0: We're yeah. figur- figuratively here. Yeah. You know, hey, if you do it, that's you. I'm not going out and say I box, uh, I do jujitsu. I train in jujitsu, um, so you know I get to I get to do that with friends. I get to punch them. Now you wouldn't consider that a sucker punch because they see it coming. All right, so let's get to the the point of this. It's not going to be the longest show, but the point is. And uh, just real quick, I read a, an article by, and I believe he's a doctor, I don't know, I read some of the article, if I was going to be perfectly honest, enough to be like, I like this article, people should read it, I'll, I'll, I'll read the rest of it. It was so well written that it was very long, and I don't have that much time right now. So his name was, I think it was Dr. Edward L. Queen, and the, the title of it was, Florida's Stand Your Ground Law Incentivizes Violence. And the death of Marquise um, McLaughlin's death proves it. So it was on the 19th. And as of now, um, to my knowledge, the the man who killed Marquise isn't being charged. And I hope that's how you pronounce his name, Marquise, isn't being charged for murder because of Florida's stand your ground law. And so here's the scenario. Marquise and his family, Marquise, his wife or girlfriend and his five-year-old son stop at a convenience store uh, for whatever reason. And he goes in the store. But when they stop there, they park in a handicapped parking spot. Now, I'm only assuming that they're not handicapped. And that's why an argument uh, erupted, maybe that sounds like too big of a word, an argument ensued over the parking spot because another man came up and he uh, he ended up arguing with Marquise's girlfriend. And, and here's where I
1: think like the absurdity starts right there. Yesterday I went to the convenience store and I accidentally parked in the handicapped parking. Because they had painted over the sign that was on the asphalt, right So I thought, oh, it used to be handicapped, but it's not anymore. As I'm coming out of the store, I realized that they had put a sign up on the store. So now you have a convenience store that has tons of labels of stuff that they're advertising, you know, and then they put their handicap sign on the store that it just becomes kind of invisible. Now I have you know disabled vet plates, so I can park there. I just don't park in handicap spots right? Because I'm able-bodied to get around. But when I say the absurdity, it's like I was in there for like three minutes. You know, like it's not like this guy was getting out in a Walmart where he's going to go and do, you know, an hour's worth of shopping or something like that, you know? Right. And But but continue. So this man accosts his girlfriend who's parked out in the uh, parking lot.
0: Yeah, so he's he's arguing with the guy and when Marquise comes out, he, you really, all you see in the video is Marquise come up to the guy and, and push him to the ground. And if you wanted to be, you know, devil's advocate, you'd say he doesn't just push him. I mean, he pushes him so hard on the ground. The guy, you know, falls on his ass and and maybe even when he stumbles back, did you get to see the video by any chance?
1: Yeah. I watched the video and I, I read the article and, you know the way that the sheriff it was, described crazy. it was this was not just a push or a tap he was shoved violently violent. which he was when you watch it he was yeah. but I mean if somebody pushes me I'm to me I'm already okay that's violent like you just got physical with me and I don't know who you are. Right. So even if it's just a tap, you know what I mean? Right. So okay, so I'm on at that point I'm on the dude's side that's on the ground.
0: Okay. Right. At that point. But, But then it goes on as far as, you know, I I don't even know if I have to be on his side, but, but then let's, yeah, let's finish the scenario, right? He's on the ground and then Marquise, you can, you can argue when you're watching it. Marquise pushes him on the ground and that's it. It's not like Marquise pushes him on the ground, then towers over him. Okay. I've, I've done boxing. I've done Muay Thai. And I've done jujitsu. And the only reason I say that is not because I'm like this freaking phenom, you know, martial artist. You know, I teach uh, boxing. I teach some basic uh, grappling and self-defense just to get you ready for situations like this. Like my specialty is to get you, I do strength and conditioning. I'm a strength and conditioning coach. And I am going to um, teach you enough self-defense for this, literally this particular scenario. Someone pushes you on the ground. And I would argue that when Marquise pushed him on the ground, the guy didn't even see him coming, and that's why he fell. He wasn't aware. Right. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. So he, he landed. He was on his heels, and he went back and he hit the ground. Now, on, on the other side, Marquise isn't towering over him. He pushes him down, and it even looks like he takes a step back. Then the guy pulls out a pistol, and then Marquise takes I want to say at least two to three more steps back and starts to turn away. Right. When the, the, I guess the man who I wouldn't call him a victim, the man who was pushed to the ground fires off a shot, shoots Marquise in the chest and Marquise ends up staggering into the, the convenience store where they try to administer compressions, not necessarily compressions, but I guess compress the shot, the wound, and then um, he dies. Now, one thing that I might not have mentioned is that his five-year-old child was there. So this man shot Marquis in front of his wife or girlfriend and his five-year-old child. And he is not, as, as, as far as I know, as of what's today, the 25th, this happened on the 19th, He's not being brought up on charges of course there's been you know marches and protests and outrage about this i, I when i heard it man i was he he wasn't walk. even
1: arrested so the cops just let him go
0: that day. yeah and i don't know if you have i didn't i wanted to get that guy's name not to be like putting him out on blast and so people could go and sucker punch him but uh on, and i wouldn't feel bad if i said, hey sucker nobody's listening to this but if i said hey man this guy deserves to get sucker punched and that happens you know come and arrest me for inciting that violence. This law is insane. It is ridiculous to me that you can shoot somebody because they pushed you on the ground and you could cite this law as, as, as reason you're, you're telling me that this man who pushed you on the ground deserved to die. And people say, well, he didn't deserve to die, but what are you, what are you pushing people for? Well, Here's what I don't get about this law is wouldn't if I come out of my if I come out of a store and there's someone in my wife's face arguing with her, I feel threatened. Right. If you're arguing with my wife and I think my wife is threatened, are you not threatening me? Am I not standing my ground now? Where's where does the law protect me? Wouldn't you. Wouldn't you be able to argue that if a man is in my wife's face, I have reasonable uh, um, provocation to put my hands on that man? Get your get your hand out of my wife's. Face, get your face out of my. Stop yelling at my wife. Some paint oh, some but some of you
1: no pain. Sorry, I was trying to look up that uh that case. Okay, so the. The man's name that shot him is named Dredgka, And he don't like him. No, that sounds bad. Sure. Yeah. And the other guy's name was Marquise McLaughlin. Yeah. That was the guy that got shot, McLaughlin.
0: Yeah. It, you know, and then this article Edward L. Queen wrote, um, and I, I'm gonna try and put the link to that article because it was really well written, and he 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 says some really nice you know, he says, it's very eloquently put. He he says, is this the America you want to live in? You know, I understand. Look, I wouldn't be the type of person that teaches self-defense if I wasn't the type of person that's that had the mindset of, listen, you get in my face, you threaten me. I'm going to defend myself. And believe me that I, I don't have a concealed gun uh, license. And I and I live in freaking South Texas. That that's like. Not liking football, which I also don't like. Sorry, I lost half of our <laughs> listeners there. I'm not. Right. A, I, I like football. I, I just football. watch it. I don't care. <laughs> I, at least half of us on this podcast love football, right? He's lying. Anyway, <laughs> um, but I don't have a concealed gun, gun license, but I want to get one. I've been thinking about it, especially because of people like this. I can't imagine. Okay, back to
1: what you were saying about stand your ground, and this is kind of how. I interpret it as a sane human being is that let's say that this guy walks out that shoved him and he pulls the gun first. Right. And he's like, get the hell away from my car. Now you have the right to stand your ground and pull your gun, which is still like kind of just get away from his car. Yeah. First of all, don't go up to people's cars. Like, just don't like mind your business. You know, it's a convenience store. He's going to be in there three to five minutes and then he's going to move and some other schmuck is going to pull into that space. Now, if you heard the rest of that story, the the owner of the store said that that guy frequents that place and he always gets on to people about that parking spot. And then there was yeah. another guy that said, you know, that knew him, I guess, a black guy. And he said he'd called in the N word and he'd, he'd had, problems with the shooter before right yeah. so in my opinion i think this dude was just he's just out looking for it yeah. like that made his day you know he yeah. he got to live his dirty hairy fantasy it made yeah. his
0: freaking day he he went and watched uh what was that movie that that remake death wish oh, yeah right? death wish.
1: yeah
0: uh and i remember watching it way at a very inappropriate age of well, i should not have been watching it uh right uh, with Charles Bronson, but that's what I think, you know, I, I, I think it's it's that I think it's the there's these people and uh, there's these people that they get their concealed weapons license, but they have no background in weapons, in self-defense, in anything. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Right. I have another friend uh, like yourself who has served in the military. He's a Marine. And uh, this guy, you know, I mean, his whole day literally is firing weapons, teaching people to fire weapons. He's uh, kind of like a a security professional and he'll, you know, he just trains people in tactical self-defense. He'll come to your house and tell you, okay, here's where you could hide weapons. This is how you're going to protect your perimeter these things. Right. I could not imagine that man. Who is so well trained. And proficient in shooting, but so proficient in his jiu-jitsu and his striking skills that if someone pushed him first, he wouldn't even get pushed to the ground. Like, if somebody just came up and pushed me, I'd be surprised if they actually have the technique and force to get me on the ground. And not right. because I'm a badass. I have, you know, a very good uh, amount of knowledge in self-defense. I'm going to be aware of my surroundings. And I just you wouldn't even get the person to the ground. I can't imagine this person is well-versed in self-defense. So here's,
1: here's my take on the gun situation in America. I am a gun owner. I don't see anything wrong with owning weapons. Um, but like you already said, I'm a former soldier, right? So if we want to talk and we're never going to get, rid of guns in America. So we can just kind of
0: forget that argument, no matter. and I'm not even going to argue. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that, but there's needs to be something. Yeah. And 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 here's what,
1: here's what I suggest. Okay. As a former soldier, I want to say it's the first three weeks of basic training before they ever allow you to carry a real rifle around. You're carrying around what we called rubber duckies and they were just a molded piece of plastic that looked like the weapon we would be firing one day. Okay. So they wouldn't even let us carry around an actual weapon. Right. And for a very smart reason, because you have people from all over the country. I mean, it's a social experiment in itself. You know, you have people from Mm -hmm. New York city mixed in with people from Texas and, you know, Wyoming Mm -hmm. And Alabama everywhere. And California. So now,
0: California. <laughs> California. Alabama, Florida and California, yeah. two of the most polar opposites kind of uh, cultures. and Yeah. But my point being this is that
1: they don't take the risk of allowing new soldiers to carry around an actual weapon until they've been trained on it. And that doesn't just mean let's go down to the range and shoot this thing, which is also extremely controlled. Right. You've got people walking behind you the entire time that you're shooting. You're taking all of your cues from the tower that tells you when to put the magazine in. You can't even put the magazine in until the tower tells you to. Right. So the first part of that, once you actually do get the weapon before you even fire it, you're breaking the thing down. You're having to know and label every single piece of that of that thing, of that weapon. Right. You have to know the workings, how to put it back together, how to clear it. If it jams all this good stuff for, I want to say it's the first three weeks of, of basic training. And then you get to go to the rifle range. And once again, like I said, it's extremely controlled. They give you your, your, you know, you zero in your weapon and then you, you know, you get to fire at actual targets out there on the range. And then for the rest of basic, you can carry around an actual rifle and they're yelling at you about muzzle awareness. They're screaming at you. Hey, you just ghosted your buddy with that weapon. Why did you cross a, You went right across your buddy's body, you know, so it's situational awareness, like yeah. 1% of the time. And so the very least, I think that is what we need to do with the American citizen.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, I would go so as far uh, so far to say, uh, you know, I don't, i don't know if it's china or japan i'm sure everyone's gonna be like oh you want us to be like china's japan what the hell's wrong with you what i'm saying is i i'm not sure what which country it is but i was told by you know friends of mine that have visited there that their um curriculum like in grade school and everything uh is martial arts so mm-hmm. it's in their curriculum so like all kids grow up doing some martial arts i'm sure these kids not it doesn't mean that everyone in in Japan or China, wherever the hell they're doing this, are freaking kung fu masters and black belts. Because I know people that train in martial arts that are not ever going to be masters of it. Right. But they're going to be pressure tested on a weekly, on a daily, uh, every every day that they come in or on a weekly basis, they're going to be pressure tested. And I, I do think, I think we need to put that in our schools. You know, some sort of martial arts, some sort of self-defense so that our children grow up being pressure tested to a certain extent and learn to defend themselves, not because they need to go out there and fight, but so that, I mean, I got pushed down in grade school. I didn't get up and, you know, beat the dude in the head with a bat. I didn't come back to school with a knife. You know, I didn't do do those things. And I mean, we, I grew up in the nineties and I, I did get into some trouble and stuff like that. And it was a scary time. People did bring some guns and stuff like that. But I think that, as I grew older and I got into martial arts, it really changes your demeanor. It changes your threat level of what you think is a threat. You right. know what I mean? Right. And I, I say, look, and this may sound ridiculous, and I know me and you spoke of it earlier, but um, you want a pistol, you want to carry a pistol, you should be required to take one year of jujitsu and one year of boxing, and you have to have a certain amount of hours of active live uh rolling so grappling in jujitsu and actual uh, a certain amount of hours of sparring boxing or or muay thai in um in a year and 365 days so if i just threw an arbitrary number like 100 hours of you know jujitsu active rolling and 100 hours of sparring i don't care how long it took you to do that As i mean i don't care you know how frequently you did it but it has to be completed within 365 days at the end of 365 days if you have 99 hours and it expires you have to start over i need you to complete 100 hours within 365 days or you have to start training again cops have to be maced in order to carry mace they have to be tased in order to carry a taser if you don't want to do a year's worth of self-defense, go take Krav Maga, right? That's another option because they do some really good practical, tactical um, um, self-defense tactics. If you don't want that, then fine. You don't have to do the year. We just shoot you in one of your butt cheeks. We're just going to shoot you <laughs> in the ass once. So the so so can... solution to gun violence is to actually shoot, shoot. the motherfucker. But it's merely a flesh wound. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. But then um, seriously, like I think here's here's another question that I have.
1: And we were I think jujitsu actually creates more gun toters because think of all the people that come through the jiu door thinking, Oh, I'm a badass. I'm gonna get into jujitsu and learn how to kick people's ass. They roll once with a white belt who <laughs> creams them. And I then wish. you never see that person again, and then they go out and <laughs> they
0: buy a gun. <laughs> That's horrible. I never thought of it that way. Freaking cowards, man! I swear, it's a. I think it's just cowardice. I also, I want to. I wanna, Here's a question. All right. I did ask. Okay. Isn't Marquis standing his ground? But let me ask you this: If Marquis came out and he was a concealed weapons um, license to carry a concealed weapon, what if he just shot that guy because that guy was threatening his his girl? Yeah. Would he have? What's, just- the, what's the, what's a proper escalation of force? Like
1: what, where do you draw that line? I guess no, I, it's being shoved to the ground and then pulling out your gun and shooting the person that shoved you like a just, lunatic.
0: Yeah. I think like the, the bar is so low on how I have to prove. um, Cause it's almost backwards, right? It's like, you have these, you have these uh, stories of, um, is it, the Kalief Browder story that he went to Rikers Island and he was in there for like three years, almost for allegedly stealing a backpack. And he spent three years, never convicted. And they finally released this poor kid who later committed suicide. And he was held there for three years for, for allegedly not, not even convicted. I mean, I would even argue, I don't think you need to serve three years in prison for, um, being convicted of stealing a backpack right off of my back but he wasn't even convicted of it and he spent about three years i want to say almost a year in solitary confinement and then this guy shoots somebody and he doesn't even get arrested then there's another story and again i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna say okay This story, uh, I'll probably put it in the link. All right. In the description of this episode, I'm going to put I'll find the story. But there was this lady in Florida who was being beaten by her husband. She had been frequently beaten by I think it was her husband or ex-husband. And at one point, she like ran from him. She grabbed a gun. She shot it in a wall. And they gave her 20 fucking years. This is in Florida. They gave her 20 years. She didn't shoot anyone they gave her 20 years for shooting into a wall she was yeah. recently released and i want to say she was released after 8 years but she served 8 years before they uh they overturned the conviction and let her out thank goodness but this woman had to serve 8 years that that's insane
1: and i'm just now i'm just now reading i didn't even realize until just now that the, uh, because you can't really see anything on that video. It's kind of, I mean, you can see the basic movements, but I'm just now realizing that uh, McLaughlin was a black dude. Yeah. And so I'm guessing by the other guy's name, he's like of Eastern European descent or something. What what did I say his name was? Dredjka?
0: Dredjka. Oh geez. No, I'm not even going to say anything about it. Look, man. Uh, he's definitely nominated for um, sucker punch of the week. That dude, at the very bare minimum, deserves to be knocked out clean, jaw wired shut. I said it, I don't give a fuck. I stand by that. Uh, I think it's crazy that you can do that. I think you know, I think that should even be okay, yep, stand by, stand your ground, did save your ass, but uh. One of his family members gets to just get one clean hit. We're not going to shoot you. We're not going to kill you, but you have to stick your jaw out, bite down on this mouthpiece, and I'm going to go I'm the, the hardest right cross. I'll put a glove on, wrap his hand, put a glove on, and let him just tee off one good shot. I don't think that's enough, but that, I'd be happy. Uh, ish. He deserves one. Just give him one, one you're gonna sucker punch the guy, just make sure that uh he doesn't have a gun on him, so uh, dude, there's no way <laughs> I'm just like uh, if i if I get one good shot i'm pretty sure you're gonna be way too dizzy if not asleep, but yeah. anyway, we're not doing that listen well I mean uh, so what, what's the deal now? I mean like that makes me
1: frightened that okay, so I come outside and i'm gonna defend. My wife and child from some dude that's yelling at them about where we're parked, you know, which is just—I mean—it blows my mind. Just mind your fucking business, people. But
0: uh, yeah, I, that's what I mean. Know. It's like, how do you? How are you protected? You win, and you started accosting his wife. You're arguing with his wife, and you shoot him, and you're cool. You're good. Yeah. You get what to what go saying. have like, dinner
1: tonight. Now that makes me like, if I were in that situation, to where I went and shove the dude because he shoved him and it was just going to be like, okay, get the fuck away now. And the dude pulls out. It makes me want to say, okay, don't, don't just stop there. Like mount
0: the dude and pound him. senseless. exactly. So it's in. This article said it incentivizes more violence because now I can't just go and, and, and tell you, Hey, watch your mouth, get out of my wife's face. Because if I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, five eleven and some change. Let's just say six foot tall. I weigh about one hundred and eighty-five pounds. Uh, I have a full beard. I, I don't. I hope people don't start looking for me. But <laughs> I could be threatening. I, I would imagine somebody might be threatened if I come and I start posturing over them, telling them to get out of my face, get away from my car. Is that enough? shoot, I'm threatened by my electric bill every damn month, especially when it's 108 degrees in Texas. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Look, man. Um, the world is just, I mean, I guess we can't look at this one incident and just, you know, I was going to say the well, world's spiraling out of control because I think it's always kind of been like that. And like we've talked before, it's just that we have all of this information thrown at us at once, you know, like, Are we living in strange times? Because I think it probably would have been strange back in the day to see men ride up into your village with like giant crosses on their chest and slaughter you because you were Jewish or a Muslim. That was probably pretty weird too, you know?
0: Um, Oh yeah. That was horrifying. Just um, the description that was nightmarish.
1: (laughs) But uh, what do you call it? So I don't, I don't want to be like an alarmist, but I mean, there's something definitely happening to yeah. to our world you know it doesn't make sense it doesn't, it doesn't make, make, sense. make sense it's not the same world I mean and, and then again like you know we both were teenagers in the 90s so I mean I was shot yeah. in the 90s and I was shot at you know again by you know gang members mm-hmm. but like so I mean that was strange that's a weird thing that shouldn't happen but it still seems like things were
0: definitely calmer or not as bizarre. You know, I don't know. I, 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 it's hard. It's hard to gauge in the sense that, you know, when you're a kid, your world seems um, in some ways, smaller and bigger in the sense that it's smaller in the sense that you're concerned more about what's happening in your vicinity but it's bigger in the sense that you think your problems are bigger than they actually are. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, uh, and as you get older, I think you're more aware of what's happening globally, politically, you know, on a socioeconomical level or economic level. And, 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 and then you start to come to the realization that you live in an upside down place and everyone's pointing at you telling you you're crazy this is right side up you know it's like one who flew over cuckoo's nest like you're yeah. you're you're uh it's just it really is it does feel like the, that the like entire, I, I heard the story the entire
1: planet is being like gaslighted by someone and we don't know who it is you know it's like
0: it really is weird i mean i i saw that story and i was just instantly i mean filled with like emotion rage and everything I would like to say this to close out, man, where you could hear us on a, a bunch of um, I, I don't know all, the whole list, but it was like Spotify, Stitcher. I think it was like RadioCast. I'll put those in the description. But if you want to uh, call in and leave a message and we could, you know, play a um, we might do a, a podcast reaction uh, segment. And if you have anything to say, any input, if you want to say y'all are ridiculous, you both have zero knowledge on this, let me tell you how it really is. Go ahead and, and download the Anchor app and it'll allow you to leave us a message. I don't care if you're telling me, listen, I can't stand your voice. I wish you never decided to uh, record a podcast. You, could, you need to just shut up and mind your own business. Hey, I feel the same way about you. And y'all can say anything that you want about me because I will probably never read the stuff. Yeah, no, who cares? I don't, I don't. But I, want, I would love people to, you know, also, who is your Sucker Punch of a week, of the week? Or have what? you been Sucker Punch? Oh, yo, you're asking the audience. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'll, I'll ask the audience. I'll ask you, Nate. Do you have one? My yeah, but My old daughter.
1: She wakes me up way too early in the morning. And she's going to get sucker punched one day. No. Um, I,
0: I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But If you have one for next week, it could definitely be yours, man. Just let me know. Um, but, yeah, to close it out, download the Anchor podcast or the Anchor app. Uh, obviously, you should know the title of the show that you're listening to. It's the Sucker Punch podcast. If you have any input um, on, you know, the podcast in general, on this subject, on this case, if you've you've heard something that's uh, more up to date than what we've uh, discussed, please feel free to uh, give your input. Um, Nate, it's always a pleasure. Yes, sir. and I hope you can do as many of these as, as possible. Um, I'll start working I'll... on my podcast voice. I've I've got a couple
1: of them that I'm going to try out. Like, hey, welcome to the Sucker Punch Podcast. This is oh, Nate. I'm here with my <laughs> buddy Sam. No. I saw on the, the main stage was that's your stripper, yeah. DJ, and on the, the main voice. stage. Now I saw like the guy that uh, commentates
0: on Bellator. What's that guy's name? Yeah, oh, not, I, I Chevello? not Chevello, The other one, I, I Mar Marlo. Mar- 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 I don't. Morello. Know yeah, called. Morello, right? Something like yeah, 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 Morello Mar- Mar- or something like that. Yeah, he he go he does a good job. And John Anik. Yeah, they both kind of oh. have that same fake voice. Yeah, so with that said, hey, man, um, if you're down to do one tomorrow and for the audience that's listening, tune in to it. Hopefully it'll be posted either before Saturday's UFC card. If not, we'll be doing a review of Saturday's UFC card. We got to talk about Uh, that uh, Tuesday Night
1: Contenders. I watched that last night. And, you know, uh, our mutual friend Ron, who is married to Icy, her yeah. nephew was in the main event of that, and he won. Oh wow! Nice. That's uh, awesome. Munoz, it it was not the you know most exciting fight in the world, but
0: yeah, he did it. He won. Yeah. I don't care how exciting my win is. Yeah. Anyway, with that said, signing off. It's Sam and Nate. Tune in next time. I uh, appreciate you. Uh, you know. Uh, participating nate and again i mean i consider you a permanent host of the sucker punch podcast Sounds up good to you. all right man all right have a good one you too Bye.